Hi, and welcome to the School Health Educators Podcast, where we discuss health education and how to best teach health ed in the K-12 setting. Hello, and welcome to the School Health Educators Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Reichel. This episode is going to briefly explain the Who is Healthiest activity. For the last episode, which was released on February 19th, I had the wonderful Andy Milne join me to talk about the dimensions of wellness. So if you have been teaching health for a while, you know that there's been changes regarding how we explain things. It used to be this three area or triangle for wellness or health in which we talk about physical and mental and social. Yet, truth be told, there's so many other dimensions for how we can define wellness and or health. So... In this activity, the Who is Healthiest activity, it's been my way of covering the health components for about 25 years-ish, in which before I jump into skill-based units, I go over just what to expect when we talk about health in the classroom. So there is the worksheet on my website, and so feel free to use it change the names, the pronouns, the situations, make this activity reflect your students and what behaviors your students might be considering doing or are doing. And this activity can also be a pre-assessment in which you find out what your students know. The worksheet will be available. I'll put the link in for today's description. And I'll even, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, I'm going to start sharing my screen so you can see what the worksheet looks like. So if you're watching this, you'll see that there's basically a title of who is healthiest, a very brief description of what to do, and then five paragraphs underneath. So the directions are rank the following situations from one to five, with one being the healthiest and five being the unhealthiest, and give give an explanation justifying your ranking. So the five paragraphs are fictional young people and what some of their behaviors are. So there's uh, Brian who exercises a lot and has some junk food that he eats and stuff. And then there's uh, Kaya who uh, is 18 years old and works out a lot uh, and also volunteers at a nursing home, tries to meditate regularly. There's Lee, who is a high school senior, and Lee has been diagnosed with HIV as of last year. And Lee also follows a healthy diet, exercises, goes to their temple. Mary is very well liked by teachers, very involved in schools, now is vaping. And then Vin who has not been doing well in school. Uh, He has a lot of great friends, school activities, and Vin has begun to smoke the pot. So basically how I've done this with young people and even college folks, like when there's an intro to wellness class, I basically provide students this worksheet and I ask them to individually rank who is healthiest here one being the healthiest, five being the least healthiest. 
And then after they complete their rankings, as well as some basic reasons for why they're placing these people in this ranking or these people's behaviors in this ranking, I then have students form groups and they're supposed to discuss what they all believe, what they can come up with as a group. After some minutes pass, the groups put their group's answers on the board, and then we have a whole class discussion. And what's neat is most of the time, the groups don't agree. And I love that. Uh, and so we process, we go through one person's behaviors and then the next person. And some things that I've noted with this activity is that some people do focus more on the physical aspects of health. Uh, other people, they perceive marijuana use as okay, but other people are more concerned. Um, depending upon the people, we start talking about vaping and whether or not that's a healthier habit. And then HIV. Uh, since Lee has been diagnosed with HIV, it allows people to start thinking about, you know, is HIV something that we still need to talk about in the year 2024? So at the end of having these discussions, and this takes, sometimes it takes an hour, an hour and a half, depending upon how you lead the discussions. So it might be two class periods in an eighth grade class or a high school class. After having an overall discussion, I ask the students, so what's the correct answers here? Who's the healthiest? Who's the least healthiest? And usually the students will tell me, well, it depends. And I'll say, what do you mean? And they're like, well, what are we looking at when we're defining health? And this discussion then leads us to break apart the areas or dimensions or aspects of wellness, whatever you want to call them, which I use the acronym SMEEPS of, or SMEEPS, depending upon the grade level. So SMEEPS stands for spiritual, mental, emotional, environmental, physical, and social. Uh, spiritual, and this is one of my favorite areas to talk about for wellness, because some people are like, I'm not spiritual. And I and I explain, and other people explain, yes, you are. It's your values. It doesn't mean that it's a religious thing. It can be, depending upon who you are. But that spiritual aspect is really who you are. What are your beliefs? What is, what's your belief system? Mental deals with your thinking and how you choose to make decisions, your coping skills. E, emotional, deals with you recognizing the variety of feelings that you have, as well as how your body sends you signals of them. So E is about our emotions, our feelings. Uh, environmental deals with things around us. It could be noise pollution. It could be the colors on the walls. It could be living out in the country versus in the city. P stands for physical, which is about our bodies, our heart rate. You know, our, do we have a diagnosis of something? Do we get enough sleep? Uh, and the other S is social, you know, our relationships with others, you know, with our family members, our peers, our friends, and our pets. I love talking about pets because pets are so healthy for us. And if you're doing SMEEPS of the OF, stands for occupational. So what do you aspire to do in your life? What are you currently doing? And then F is financial. So things with money. Now, some people have other areas that they put in to talk about health or wellness. 
And that's great. You had to do what's best for your program, for your students. I would recommend that you connect with your peers in the district to make sure everybody's on the same page. I also want to point out, I know I sometimes interchange the word health and wellness. Basically, health includes aspects other selves that are that pertain to SMEPs or SMEPs of. And wellness is when you have all of those aspects uh, working with one another in which you try to be the healthiest you can be. So no matter what your your weaknesses are, we're able to attain a sort of wellness, a level of wellness. This was a brief explanation of the Who is Healthiest activity. Again, if you'd like to refer to the activity, go to the link in today's description, check it out, change again the names, the pronouns, the situations. Yet it's an initial activity for how we can talk about health having a variety of components or aspects, whatever you want to call those terms, and to get young people thinking It's not just about exercising and moving one's body. It's about having those social connections. It's about having a purpose, that spiritual aspect in your life, the purpose of who you are, what are your beliefs and values. It's about uh, using your mind, taking care of your mind, certainly with physical too. So some of these components really uh, connect so well with each other. It's a relationship in which all of these components work like a tire, like a bicycle tire or a tire on a car, that we want to make sure that the tire is properly inflated in which one aspect or one dimension in the tire might get a flat and it alters the whole entire tire. So for example, if somebody has a, um, they experience a major fight with a friend that can actually impact the other areas of their wellness, like they might lose sleep, in which then they're, they might be feeling grumpy, they're already sad or angry, uh, and then they might not have an appetite, and they might make poor decisions, or et cetera, et cetera. So I thank you so much for listening in to this explanation of the who is healthiest activity. Hopefully it helped you. And remember to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. If it's not on your favorite podcast platform, please let us know. Email us at schoolhealtheducators at gmail. We'll see what we can do. And check out the schoolhealtheducators.com website that was created to help us in the field have the best resources. If you know us some more resources, please share that with us. Send us an email. And last but not least, remember that you make a difference. You matter. Thanks for doing what you do and please stay well.